0: You are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: What up, everybody? It's your man Tony Wiggins here on a Wednesday on Locked On NFL with my partner riding shotgun, my man
0: James Rapine. What's going on, homie? What's up, Tony? It's uh, it's good to see you. There's uh, a lot going on in the football world. Excited to be here on a Wednesday. And the news of the day, coming out of northern Florida yesterday morning with Tim Tebow. I'm surprised you're not wearing, and if you're uh, not checking out YouTube, you should. Because I was expecting Tony to be wearing a little Tim Tebow jersey, and he's not wearing number 85 a day after Timmy T got released.
1: Yeah, man. No, it's not a day for celebration, uh, certainly. Um, but it's not it's not a day for mourning either. A guy tried. Uh, he Tim Tebow came back and he tried to fulfill his dreams of, of playing for Urban Meyer again and switching positions. And I had my doubts and my skepticism whether or not it would work. And uh, I take no uh, happiness or joy in the fact that I was right. Uh, my wife would love to hear me say that, by the way, that I take no joy in being right. But uh, it was a long shot. He tried. It did not work uh, and good for Urban Meyer and the crew to just go ahead and move on because it wasn't good.
0: Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. And by the way, hopefully you're not one of the 36% of people that added Tim Tebow to your dynasty league, but you probably are playing fantasy football. And if you have a fantasy football questions ahead of your draft, don't miss Locked on Fantasy live on Wednesday, August 18th at 9 p.m. Eastern, streaming right here on our YouTube page, Locked On NFL. So subscribe now so you don't miss it. Our stable of fantasy experts will answer your questions live, or you could submit them ahead of time at Locked On Network on Twitter. So, yeah, I, I think Tim Tebow, good for him for trying. But when you see those blocks, yeah. and I get it, it blew up. But th- that's the thing that was so hard for him. He's not in his athletic prime anymore. He was trying to make up for literally decades of not playing a position, essentially, and trying to beat out guys that have done it their whole lives. That- that's just a-, a really tough ask. Again, and this isn't 2012, when right. maybe he would have been able to pull it off. It's 2021. And uh, it was pretty clear that he wasn't one of the best tight ends on a team that went 1-15 last year.
1: Right. And it's and it's a weak position on the team, too. So, uh, it just tells you uh, the first round of cuts to, to go ahead and move on. I wouldn't be surprised if he's back in some capacity with the team, but uh, let me give you my spill on it because a lot of people, anytime you criticize Tim Tebow, especially around here, folks accuse you of being a hater. So let me just clear this up right away. <laughs> and I'm a, I'm a Seminole fan, so it's kind of weird. But, uh, you know, whenever you are a Seminole fan and, and then you say anything against Tim, people think you're a hater. It's not that. James, here's the way I explained it before. Football coaches and former players, all of our lives, have told us how you have to buy in, how you have to be good at the ultimate level, right? Mm-hmm. You have to be there. What, what do they say? Uh, your only ability is availability. That means mm-hmm. if you're a guy who's out with injury, you got to hurry up and get back. Every rep counts. Practice counts, right? Coaches and GMs all around the league tell you they want guys in the building and they're fighting the Players Association because we can't get anything done because guys aren't in the building, right? Right. How many times have we seen fans blame a guy for a two-week holdout on the fact that that guy comes back and he either gets hurt or he's not in tune with the quarterback or whatever, and they go, you shouldn't have held out, right, two weeks. Okay, Mm -hmm. we're talking seven years here, seven. The only reason I felt like it was going to be hard for him to make it is because everything that those people who play and are uh, participating in this game for a living professionally is because of what they told me. They told mm-hmm. me it's impossible for you to be out for two weeks, for a year, for a year and a half. But then, on the other hand, you give a guy a try after seven years. That's an oxymoron in and of itself that he could come back and make an impact on a team at a different position. After you've told us, I've been watching football for 45 years. You all have told us you have to be there and you have to practice, right? Mm-hmm.
0: It's yeah, just what it- I believe what they told me. And and here's the thing too. If if I'm Tim Tebow, I'm rich, okay. It's not like you're in need of the eight hundred grand or whatever you're doing and, and fighting for. So when you go to make those blocks, we say in in the business, it's a business decision. I'd be making business decisions all over the place because outside of Trevor Lawrence, I'm not sure. In Urban Meyer, I don't think anyone's worth more on the damn roster on all ninety guys than me. So do right. so I want to get hurt? Playing tight end in a meaningless preseason game? Like, to me, it would be really hard. You see it with fighters all the time, right? Conor McGregor. He's like, oh, he's rich now. Is he really training now that he's made it? And I'm not saying Tebow made it as a football player, but he made it as a star. His bank account is just fine. Everyone knows who the hell Tim Tebow is, and he is going to be just fine when you look at that bank account. And that matters a little bit. It, it, it just does, and so th- that's the other part of it here. And I'm not saying he didn't want it. I think he loves training. I think he loves staying in shape, and if you need him to bulk up, obviously he did that. He's willing to do that and putting the time into lifting. But lifting, I mean, I mean, I can go to L.A. Fitness down the street right now, and you're going to see guys that are big. That doesn't mean they're going to be good football players. I'd probably right. run circles around them, but it means they can lift heavy weights, and I think that's what you saw with Tebow. He looked it. He just wasn't it. And that's okay. At least I will give him props for trying. There's no doubt about that.
1: Well, I'll give him props for trying, too. I think uh, one of the most important parts of this is you have to just put respect on these players. You have to put respect on NFL players and and who they are (laughs) and what they are. And it's almost like the the analogy that I make a lot of times in the barbershop to when guys call uh, an NBA player a scrub that scrub, that six foot four inch dude that never gets in a game in the NBA will come to the Y and play against the 10 best players you've ever seen in your city. And he would thump them and put 80 on them. Yeah. You, you have to respect what these guys are and what they do. Let me give you some, you talk about the blocks. They're like two blocks that went viral with Tim. Mm-hmm. That wasn't even against the second team because by the time Tim got into the game, first of all, Cleveland didn't even play the starters. So it was the second team that started the game. That was like against the third team and the fourth team, guys. Now, imagine if it's Miles Garrett. And imagine Miles Garrett is taking a beeline to Trevor Lawrence. Now, remove all of that emotion out of it. Do you want Miles Garrett to run into Trevor Lawrence because Tebow couldn't offer him resistance? Absolutely not. So now you start thinking more like a reasonable person than a fan. And you say this had to happen.
0: Yeah, it did. And again, it's okay. But the future of the Jacksonville Jaguars, is as, as much as people down there wanted it to be Tebow a decade ago, right? And, and I know it. I knew the, the thirst for Tebow and the idea of him going there and playing quarterback. And they were quarterback starved. And, uh, you know, the flash he had in Denver. And then it didn't work out with the Jets. And Jacksonville was kind of in the mix. I get all that. It just it wasn't meant to be. Nope. And that's okay. Because Trevor Lawrence is better than Tim Tebow ever dreamed of being. And he has a chance to be amazing. And you need to find and put the 52 other guys that are going to make his job easier as he transitions to the NFL. Because he's going to be playing some good teams, some playoff-bound type teams. And you want this group, this new regime, this organization to put its best foot forward in their quest to get back to the playoffs. I don't think it's going to be this year, but you need to show flashes and uh Tim Tebow experiment. Clearly that's not a flash that you you need to, to continue after what we saw last week.
1: That's right. And speaking of Trevor Lawrence, we're going to talk about some uh, preseason panic possibly uh, in some cities about the way the preseason looked. we're going to put a little bit of, We're going to put a little bit of ice on that hot water, man, and tell people to chill out a little bit. We'll do that in segment number two here on a Wednesday
0: edition of Locked On NFL. Do you think Trey Lance is going to be the week one starter in San Francisco? Maybe you think it's going to be Justin Fields in Chicago ahead of Andy Dalton. Well, you can wager on those things and so much more in one spot, betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. So, Whether it's Major League Baseball, whether it's the NFL, preseason games, prop bets, comeback player of the year, MVP, maybe you think Jacksonville, Tony Wiggins' Jacksonville Jaguars, are going to win the AFC South, which that's a bold prediction. Well, you can wager on it right now and get some money for it, for that opinion, if you win at betonline.ag. It is simple. I've used it. You should, too. And right now... You're going to get free money. So go to betonline.ag right now. Sign up for free. And when you go to make that first deposit, use promo code LOCKEDON. You're going to get a 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit. It's that simple. Free money with promo code LOCKEDON at betonline.ag when you make that first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts.
1: All righty. All righty, man. We're back here. We didn't really go anywhere because we're always here on wednesday edition of locked on nfl i'm glad i got my computer issues fixed by the way so people can see the fun that we have here during the show every single week uh because you should see the outtakes the outtakes are hilarious i gotta tell you last week i called myself tony rapine it was the funniest thing ever i was fresh off of a vacation in mexico so i probably still had a little bit of that water in me and i made that you know little goof but it was fun uh but what else was fun was the fact that we finally saw total leather this weekend in the nfl uh, pre-season games and uh, people waiting jones for these games and then as soon as the preseason games start coming they get sick of the preseason. now they want the regular season to hurry up and come but a lot of panic around uh football here in jacksonville one was because of the way the jaguars look with 85 yards of offense Uh, with their starters going against the backups for the Browns. So I'm sure you got that stuff all around the league. Uh, First of all, let me give you a Trevor Lawrence report. The talent is unbelievable. He made one throw that, and after that throw, it was like, okay, get him out of there. He made a throw that was unbelievable to Marvin Jones Jr. Other than that, he held the ball a little bit, and uh, he took two sacks. I'm not discouraged by that because normally what do we see young quarterbacks do? Take one look, guy's not open, and he takes off, and they start running. He stood in the pocket like Peyton Manning or Tom Brady. Now, what he has to do moving forward, James, is he has to realize he's not Peyton Manning or Tom Brady. He actually does have legs. So uh, he has to get out. But is there any panic? Have you seen any other panic around the league? I know you guys, they started to take some heat when uh, your quarterback got hit the other day. I saw 10,000 tweets saying that they should have taken Penay Sewell. That's going to keep happening all around the NFL.
0: Yeah, the, you know, there's a bunch of reaction, you know, that way across the league. Certainly the Bengals offensive line is a hot topic. I think the the interesting thing is these young quarterbacks, and, and it's not the case. I know Urban says it's a competition. You know, there's no damn competition. Gardner Minshew is uh, is trade bait at this stage, I would say, and, and you could answer that or not. But the, the, the interesting thing to me about the preseason, Chicago fans, it's got to be Justin Field's time right now. Yeah. And and there's almost a panic to get him on the field. And while I understand it, and I think he's got the physical tools, and I think he was an absolute steal with the 11th overall pick, and may end up being, like, there's a scenario where he's the best quarterback in this draft class. I'm not saying that's the most likely scenario, but there is a path for that to happen. And I think it was a great landing spot in Chicago. I also think that week one against the Rams, against Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, I'm okay if Andy Dalton, goes up against those guys. I'm okay if you spoon-feed Justin Fields and take your time with him, not because Matt Nagy necessarily needs to win games or anything like that, because that's the future. And taking the long view sometimes is tough, but sometimes it's the right decision. Now, San Francisco, on the other hand, does Trey Lance give you the best chance to win right now? Are you ready to go right now to win? I don't know. I think Jimmy G looked okay the other day. And so that's the thing that I want to press the brakes on. Like, I watched Joe Burrow last year, and he was ready to win. And he was quarterbacking a team that was not ready to win. And that is a very tough spot for a young quarterback. And while he was able to not only handle it, but recover from the injury and that he suffered and all of that, and I'm not saying that these quarterbacks are going to get injured, but I'm just saying it's a tough spot to be in. And if you can avoid putting your quarterback in that spot, I think that's a good thing to do. So, you, you know, just because you start week one, Zach Wilson, right? He's going to be the week one starter. I don't know if, I, if I'm Justin Fields, if I'm not like, right, I'd rather be in Chicago here sitting and learning from Matt and Aggie and Andy Dalton, and, and you know, by week eight, I'll probably be able to re- be ready to go. Or next year, I'm going to be set up for success when I do get in, whatever the case is. So that's the panic. There's a lot of fan panic. Oh, play these young guys right away. Maybe or Jimmy G's just going to get injured and Trey Lance is going to be in there in week four anyways. Yeah.
1: It, it's amazing that you mentioned Jimmy G because I saw his record the other day, his one loss record, and it's tremendous. Yeah. The problem is he's just not available most of the time. And in those big games, he may not have that extra stuff that you actually need uh, to get them over the hump. But he, here's the thing too. In football, you got to remember to keep the main thing, the main thing. And what that is, is, is winning, Right. And you have to first before you can win, you know, a season, you have to win a game. And before you can win a game, you have to win a quarter. Who gives you the best chance right now to win? And it's not mutually exclusive that we can also develop a quarterback along the way. The perfect scenario, obviously, it wasn't Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. That was not perfect because Rodgers was ready to play. And uh, it was just a mess. The perfect scenario is actually Kansas City because they had Alex Smith. People forget Patrick Mahomes didn't play much his first year. He sat and he waited and it worked. He made
0: one start, one start at the end of the year. And guess who was there, Tony? Matt Nagy was there.
1: Right. And so what teams do is they see that kind of stuff and it's like this worked and this is a template and this is it's a copycat league. Now you flip that around and the kid in in Buffalo, Josh, nope, different situation. The team wasn't winning. The team wasn't ready to go. They all grew together. So totally uh, different situations, but uh, it's more than one way uh, to skin a cat, I guess. And uh, we'll see if these teams can stop panicking. Now some teams are already panicking because of who they picked and who they didn't pick. Justin Fields was really the dude that was at the top of that. We'll discuss that and we'll discuss it in this vernacular. There was a lot of regret over the Jordan Love pick. We saw Jordan Love play the other day. And just because people were saying that Green Bay was not smart about how they built the team around Rodgers, it didn't mean that that kid couldn't play. Because now mm-hmm. we see, and we'll discuss this at the top of our third segment about the draft, we see that Jordan Love actually can play. So he can play. They probably were wrong to pick him because Aaron Rodgers can still play, but he can play, and people were talking about him as if he was just this lost puppy that couldn't play, and that's just not the truth. So, third and final segment here on the Wednesday on Locked On NFL is coming up here in just a second. After I tell you about Built Bar, I've always told you about Built Bar. Built Bar is the absolute truth. Built Bar is the greatest protein bar ever, and I mean when I say ever, I mean ever. And I don't know why you haven't tried it yet, if you haven't, because they have nine great flavors, all 100 percent covered in chocolate. My personal favorite is the salted caramel. And you guys know the routine. It's because of the contrast of the salt and the caramel. I sound like a food blogger, but that's OK. I can do that because Built Bar is fabulous. And if you don't believe me, you can try it yourself. If you log on to builtbar.com and hit the promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15 percent off of your first order. Of Built Bars now packed with protein very low calories very low sugar very low carbs So if you're trying to watch your weight, It's a good snack for you to have between lunch and dinner to keep you moving So it's built bar at builtbar.com. promo code is locked 15 Also check them out on Twitter at at bar underscore built for all the latest news and information Here on a Wednesday James Tony rolling along here and uh Let's talk Jordan Love and talk about draft ramifications, James, because we know in the past that teams have uh, tried to be copycats and everyone wants to get a a quarterback um, uh, to to have for the future. People thought it was a mistake in Green Bay and there was a lot of draft regret. Now that Jordan Love can play, you see that it's not – it shouldn't be a lot of draft regret. because He's going to be their quarterback next year because Aaron Rodgers is under a one-year deal. So my question to you is, what did you think about Jordan Love, one? And two, how does that affect how teams think moving forward in the draft?
0: Well, one, I think that they put him in a position to succeed. You know, you had a lot of quick checkdowns and quick passes early just to get him in a rhythm. And then you saw, you know, the arm strength, and he pushed the ball down the field, ended up 12 of 17. And look, when you looked at Jordan Love coming out, I don't think anyone thought he was a day one starter anyways. So when the Packers moved up to get him, they did take the long view, right? And that's what some of these teams are, are trying to do with their young quarterbacks right now. And uh, that part is, is going to be interesting to see how they manage this, right? Because we got an Aaron Rodgers. we got a guy who could be asking for a trade next off season, could be moving um, not only to uh, a new team, but they could end up trading him. And I think if you're Green Bay, that's kind of the best case scenario where Rodgers uh, ends up playing really well. Maybe you win a Super Bowl this year. Jordan Love flashes in the preseason and shows he's ready to go. Rodgers says, all right, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to to walk out of here. And uh, you get something decent in a trade where then you can build more and put more pieces around Jordan Love because it's a pretty good team already, as we know. And And so that's what... I think can happen. I I like the way they used him. I think he flashed some. He's obviously not going to play this year, barring injury. But it was going to be a process when they picked him. And I think next year, it's not as strong of a quarterback class. You might see that with some of these guys, where instead of day one starters in the draft, you draft a guy like Desmond Ritter, my guy from the University of Cincinnati, and he sits for a year or two. And and learns the game and learns the pro game. And then it's like, okay, he's got the physical attributes. Let's unleash him. Because that's what's going to happen with Jordan Love. Barring something really unforeseen, he's the future, future starting quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. And I thought that uh, preseason week one, that was a good start for him. Because you do want to get his confidence up. He's obviously going to dress this year, didn't dress last year. And uh, who knows? He's one injury away from playing. So you need to get him moving and, and in that direction, and I thought that was a, a good step against the Houston Texans.
1: Now, watching Justin Fields the other day, uh, we talked about Bears fans wanting him to be in right now. Mm-hmm. Do you think at all that there are teams that did not pick him that looked, or the fan bases, of course, but there... You think there's a GM that looked and went, uh-oh, we we should have taken it."
0: Oh. I, I'm To me... Let's start with Detroit. I mean, you're Detroit, and yeah, you take Penny Sewell, and I get it, but you have Jared Goff. Do we really believe Jared Goff is the future of Detroit Lions football? Because to me, it could have been the same scenario. You take a guy like Fields, he's got you know this cannon for an arm and all these physical attributes, and you're taking the long view. And you're going to let Jared Goff take the hits and work with the average weapons and Then you build up your team, and a year from now, it's Justin Fields, and you swap out uh, Jared Goff, you get a second-rounder for him or something like that. So that's one. Carolina is another one, right, where I I think you could certainly be like, all right, Sam Darnold, maybe, but did you really need to get J.C. Horn? Did you really need to get a cornerback when you could have taken the – you know, a cornerback when you could have taken the quarterback of the future? And maybe Sam Darnold is it. He's young. I'm not saying that.
1: Or that other kid. That other kid, I don't know who he was, but he looked good too.
0: Yeah. But but you know, so so Justin Fields to me, there, there's a bunch. And honestly, you could go as high as number two in New York. We'll see with, with Zach Wilson. But there is a scenario where you're like, why was he not the second best? He was the second best quarterback. He whooped up on Trevor Lawrence and Clemson. And everybody overthunk it. So th- there is a scenario where we go all the way up to number two and say, What are you guys doing? Atlanta's another team, by the way. So I was I, just thinking I, about I think him. The, yeah, I think Aaron, there's a lot Aaron, of them for
1: sure. Yeah, Aaron Freeman uh, from Locked On Falcons, he, he said something about that the other day. He uh, he said that you you, you got to look at this and go, uh-oh. Native son from Atlanta, mm-hmm. um, Arthur Smith, his, his success that he had with Ryan Tannehill, great athlete, mobile, good legs, play action. It was perfect to me for him to go mm-hmm. home to Atlanta and start the coach quarterback connection that we've seen for so many years that once you get it right and the, the ultimate example is belichick and brady that once you get it right that it goes over a decade dungy mm-hmm. manning that thing russell wilson and 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 pete carroll and now we see reed and mahomes those things when you get them together like that with the uh, roethlisberger and tomlin it, it, when you get it when you hit it when you hit it right it would have just been to me a good it, it, Atlanta is the one for me Atlanta and probably the Jets so they're, they're the ones for me that I'm like wow nothing against Kyle Pitts but you need somebody throwing the ball too
0: yeah in, in in that dome like Justin Fields athletic ability and speed you know how fast they'll be able to play uh, in Mercedes-Benz Stadium if he really? was the quarterback so and you're right Kyle Pitts might be the best skill player in this draft class right I mean looks really good moves well but he's not a quarterback and and so we'll see if Justin Fields ends up being the the savior in Chicago and I think it's a great landing spot for him personally I really do I think uh, of all of them San Francisco would have been good but I'd rather be in Chicago than New York Uh, I'd probably rather be in Chicago not, not even probably I'd rather be in Chicago than Detroit um, you know, I guess you could argue Carolina, but we still don't know about Matt Rule. So I think he he landed in one of the best spots for him. But I think there's going to be a lot of teams that may look back on this draft and say, man, why did we overthink it? The kid yeah. was great at Ohio State, and we just we out-thunk ourselves. And that's why Zach Wilson's our quarterback, or that's why we have Kyle Pitts and no quarterback.
1: You don't have to outthink yourself when it comes to making wages, because if you listen to the Locked On Bets podcast – with your boy Q and expert Lee Sterling, you're going to get all the information that you need that will help you when you go to bet online. So make sure you subscribe and tune in to the Locked On Bets podcast. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts uh, and check out your boy Q and Lee Sterling. All right, man, so Wednesday's come to a conclusion. James and I have to end this party, and we'll let you know that you don't have to go home, but you got to get out of here. And uh, we're going to say what we always say, take care of each other we'll see you next Wednesday here on the Lockdown Podcast Network on Lock on NFL for James Rapine and Tony Wiggins take care